Hey, Jen. What's up? What's up? Um, this is episode number one of our podcast. And what's that podcast called? It's called Un. Tell me about Un. Well, so uh, we've been we've been doing this. This is not what actually, she's meaning to say. Is we've been talking around with this since like January, since before the dawn of time. <laughs> We're getting there though. We're not, we're like only half a year in. Yes. We are very proficient at practicing. Practice makes perfect. Well, it makes something. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So here we're, we are, we're on, we're on perfect. Duh. Absolutely. So we're going to come to you. We're going to do a podcast that hopefully uh, you'll enjoy and learn something from and yeah. Laugh, laugh a lot. Laugh your Belly off. right off. <laughs> it's also a weight loss podcast. Uh, totally. You lose your ass and your belly. I love it. So tighten your teeth. Sure, tighten your cheeks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's up? What's been going on? I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Oh wow. Um. Well, school's over. Um. I got my kid all graduated. That's it for you valedictorian 99 percent um yeah that's it for me i'm now i'm now a you right i'll be a you in the fall a no kid zone no kid zone well i mean pants off the zone will whoa (laughs) slow down (laughs) um yeah the kids will be there they'll the kids will be in another zone a couple of different zones so not my zone yeah occasionally they'll be in my zone Christmas, Easter. No clean clothes. Yeah. I think. I'm hungry. Yeah. Christmas uh, dinner's not cutting it. My daughter is very self-sufficient. She will make her own clothes out of leaves before she'll come home. My son. <laughs> She's Pocahontas. Will probably wear everything three times. And then desperately call me for a ride home. He switched his underwear like inside, outside, upside down. Yeah. Time to wash. Yeah. I did, I did them inside, outside, upside down, and then went commando for, oh, for a day or two. Sorry, Saul. <laughs> so that's super exciting. 99% can't run the laundry. It's okay. You can't have everything. Well, you guess you can't. No. No. You so certainly can't. They're home with me for the summer. So, um, yeah, there's that, running them back and forth to work and all that stuff and yeah. having fun with them well, before they go, before they go back to school and start school and a new chapter. Yeehaw. So exciting. I am excited for it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sad yet. I don't, it hasn't set in yet. Yeah. I said, I feel like I'll be sad in, I don't, I don't think I'll be sad all the time, but sad in the moments. Mm-hmm. Um, Saul and I have a routine of going to school together and, um, we always sing in the car and that's nice. So I'll be singing by myself. Singing by yourself. Yeah. Singing into the phone. If you want, I'll be singing to all those horrible Taylor Swift songs. He's been making me listen to all year. So fun. I love that. Crying. You love what? Saul. I love Uh, that kid. Yeah. His girlfriend loves Taylor Swift, so now he loves Taylor Swift, so now I have to love Taylor Swift. But we did actually, long ago, Shake It Off was one of our theme songs in the car. It's a good one. So long before the girlfriend, there was Mama. But another thing that we like to do is listen to Taylor Swift songs and make fun of them in the car. Yeah. Um, I don't really know Taylor Swift, but I feel she has a hint of desperation about her. I think you might be right. Mm. I worry about her. I worry about her like a mother. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. I don't know much about her. Somebody fucking should. That's all I'm saying. Lord. <laughs> she, she needs a life coach. Well, we gotta <laughs> or something coach for her. <laughs> Probably more like in the vein of therapy than life coaching. But anyway, I digress. Mm. 
I don't think Taylor is going to be our number one fan. No, that's okay. Anyway. We'll be fine. My mom will be our number one fan. Go Ruthie Lynn. Totally. Rah, rah. What have you been up to? Well, I'll tell you. I got some exciting news. I'm so excited to hear your news. I got a scooter. What? An e-scooter. I just yelled into the... What do you mean? Okay, so Jeff and I were just on vacation. You didn't scoot over here. No, I don't have it yet. It's on order. What's an e-scooter? So you know what the e-bikes are? The, yeah. The lady that just got the e-bikes? Yeah. Well, I just got an e-scooter. I okay. just ordered one. Okay, but I want to know, like, when you, when I hear the word scooter... Mm-hmm. You think of, like, the mopeds or, like, the ves- ved- Vespa? Yes. Is it a Vespa? No. Or is it like a skateboard with a stick? Right. It's you got a scooter. A, you got a skateboard with a stick. Right. Yeah. Except it's way cooler because it's electric. So I wanted a Vespa, but um, you have to have a license. And I was really nervous about going on the road, like in cars passing me. And I was like, okay, I'm never going to do this. So then we were on vacation uh, last, well, the first of the week, I guess. And we went to Fredericton and you can rent e-scooters. And we were like all over that. So one morning we went and we rented a couple of e-scooters and it was like, we were like a couple of 10 year olds. Like it was so much fun. We had these e-scooters for an hour and we went so far on them. Like you can go up to like 30 clicks, I think on them. And you just like, you just charge them and it has like a little throttle. Anyway, it was the most fun. Like, I know we sound like losers, but we really are. But we're losers together and we, we do have fun it. together. But do, do you do it on the sidewalk? Yep. There's like a, a scooter zone in Frederick. Yeah. There's like a walking trail and people uh, run, walk, scoot. Anyway, I was obsessed. Was it? Not, okay. So I ordered one. Is it bumpy? On gravel. I have so many questions. On gravel, it was a little bumpy, yes. But I'm hoping to stay off of gravel roads. Oh, you're going to be one of those people that's on the, that's on the road. Yes. That I'm going to have to drive around. Yes, the people that you grumble about. You're oh, going to have to go around. I went around one this morning and I was very upset because I'm okay. You know, we don't have the proper roadways. Sidewalkage. Yes, sidewalkage. But, however... I'm going to cancel because I need sidewalk for my e-scooter. Okay. Well, this was the thing. Buddy was on his bike riding the line next to a parking lot. Scooch on over, buddy. Oh, into the parking lot. Yeah, move over. Maybe he was on a time limit and didn't have time to make the U. You didn't have to make a U. He just had to, like, literally move over four inches into the parking lot that was paved and get the F out of my road. But you just had to wait for him. I have a soft spot for the bikers. Yeah, well, the biker almost was a soft spot, is all I'm telling you, on my bumper. Oh, dear. No, I don't mean that. She really does. In case there's litigation or if something unforeseen happens. No, I don't mean that, but I do mean that, and it sort of. I swear. Yeah, I feel like there's some rage against the machine I yeah. about the bikes. I feel like... I feel like there's rights and then I feel like there's common courtesy. I just feel like, you know, when there isn't that space for you, but you have the option, just scooch on over, scooch, scooch on over, buddy. Is it? And we were, okay. The other part of it was that we were, it wasn't a straightaway. It was like a blind corner. So had he scooched on over, uh, you're always in that dilemma, right? Uh, do I stop? Always. Yeah. Well, I don't like to. But you have to. Sometimes you have to do things. I you didn't don't know whether to stop do. or not because it was on a blind corner and I couldn't see if there was anything coming. So, so I'm like, do I take the risk? No. Never. Never take. the Should risk. Buddy just move over? No. And then we can all be safe. No. Yes. You stop your car behind him and then you go as slow as him until you get around the blind corner. And then when you see there's nothing coming, you go around him. I don't like it. I know you don't. It's okay. Pet peeve. Number 700. No, I'm just kidding. I love No, it's my summer pet peeve is <laughs> bikers on this beauteous island we call it's home. It's not like it's like downtown rush hour. <laughs> they say downtown Russia. Or that. Uh, dear Lord, let's not go there. <laughs> you know, like it only takes a second to wait. And where do you have to be? It only takes a second to move over. Saturday. Tit, tat. Where do you have to be? 
Is it because you- I had to be here to see you. Is it because you were late? I wasn't late. You said between nine and 10, which is very ambiguous word of the day. Because you were rushing to meet me? I wasn't rushing or Russian. I was <laughs> driving in my car, enjoying the day. And then you like, a nice biker. Let's hit him. And then, you know, the universe said, here, let's insert a life lesson. Listen, I was talking about my e-scooters and then we got on you. Yeah, Back well, you, that's me. because you're going to be that person that obviously is not going to pull over into the parking lot when I'm behind not you. Not on my e-scooter. will ruin my 10-inch tires. Do you think I should get a pink helmet? Rose gold. Well, I looked. I didn't have it. So uh-huh. the closest thing I could find was pink. But then I was like, I'm 37, almost 38. I can't wear a pink Is helmet. it that bubblegum pink? Yeah, I don't know. You do you. I'm not doing it. Look, I'm wearing pink today. Yeah, it's not like that. It's lighter. It's blush. No, I say no. White? Right in. Let me know what you sh- what I should get for a helmet. Probably by the time you hear this, I'll have had my scooter and sold it by now. You want to sell it? No. Just kidding. Can I upgrade to a Vespa? I know. Once a I rose the, gold Vespa? Once I get the feel for the e-scoot, then maybe I could go to the Vespa. I think you should get a white helmet and then you could buy some rose gold covered colored covered colored decals colored decals well and this is my issue too. bedazzle it i was thinking if i have a pink helmet it might not go with all my outfits no and white wheels. and god forbid your outfit not match your helmet that's, that's what i was thinking how we met i'll never know well i'm gonna be honest with you i do match my socks do to you? my outfit really yeah all my socks are gray and white. Oh, that doesn't match everything. Can't really I have colored socks that I wear, and I, I like them. My mom knits them for me, and I like them to match my outfit. Do you know what I love is when a smart-looking businessman has oh, the yes. funky socks on? My daughter's orthodontist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I met a lawyer once, and he had those on. Like with... Valentine hearts on them or... Yeah, or like puppy dogs. Or Boston Bruins or something yeah. funky. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's like because they're like... Does it make you feel... Did it make you feel like you trusted the lawyer more? No, it made me feel like he <laughs> might not take quite as much of my money. <laughs> if he has a sock fetish, you know, socks can be expensive. They can be. They can be. But I feel like it makes... It softens the person a little bit because you're like, he's pretty rigid. He wears a suit. And but then he's got the funky socks on, and you're like, oh, he's fun. And he's got pugs on his socks. Right. Super cute. I yeah. I love that. Anyway, disclaimer. My husband does not wear a business suit. Does he wear funky socks? No. Would he? Oh, my God, no. All his socks have holes in them. <laughs> like, I've never in my life seen anyone go through socks like this man. Are they yeah. white? White, gray, black. He mm-hmm. says the black ones make his feet stink. So he doesn't wear those anymore. I think that they all make his feet stink. It's kind of like, you know, putting a dress on and say, does this ass, this dress make my ass look fat? Right. Mm, your ass is already fat. Your ass is already fat. Your feet already stink. Right. Seriously, if I had all the money back that we've spent buying him socks, I'd probably be able to buy this building. Pay for the pay for that lawyer. I'd probably be able to pay for the pug lawyer. <laughs> buy the lawyer some socks. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, that will, and actually socks are one of the things that um, will be changing in my life come the fall. Why? Because I don't know whose socks are whose. That's, there, I have several sock dilemmas. There's there's the one where I don't know if these are Farron socks or Saul's socks. I can't remember, ever remember whose socks belong to who. Really? Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? You're all getting each other's socks. Share. If they're not yours, share them. them out in the hall. And then there's Cohen's socks. And Cohen wears cute little socks with animals. I always get her, she has like, she wants to be a vet. So she's got horse socks and cow socks and duck socks. And But she has a large collection. And when I say large collection, I'm saying 20 to 30 pairs wow. of socks that have no mate anymore. Where the fuck did the mate go? In the dryer, don't you know? No, they don't make it to the washing machine. I have a bag of her socks that are alone. She, she won't wear like unmatching, like a horse in a dog. Well, she's going to have to yeah. because that's she's what she got. Student. That's what she's got. But I'm serious. Like when you take your socks off, mm-hmm. 
Do you just throw them randomly across the room? Like sometimes in my sleep, I always go to bed with socks on and I always wake up with them off. I do too, but I'm very, sometimes they're in the bed. No, no, I'm aware. I'm aware when I kick my socks off, I usually push them off the side of the bed together. So they're together. So when I pick them up, they're together. Well, if you had to wash socks all the time and we're inundated with one of the pair. Mine's under the bed sometimes. Like, and I don't find it till like three days later when I vacuum. Well, that, yes. I know, but you know that it's there. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't. And then Jeff's like making the bed and he's like, oh, here's one of your socks. I know, but it's not like, I, I don't know where her socks go. Maybe she sells them. <laughs> like the underwear. Oh, I just heard about this again from more people about the underwear. Oh, it's really disturbing. But selling your underwear? Yes. Ain't nobody wants my underwear. Well, somebody asked me and I had just. If they would, if you could sell your underwear? Well, they were just like, would you do that? And I was like, I had gone. Did you tell them you don't wear any? Well, no. That's a problem. Can't sell them. Can't sell them if I don't wear them. (laughs) Look, it's a business opportunity you're passing up, Jenny. I could pay for the lawyer again. I know. I know what you're getting for Christmas. Bloomies. <laughs> Boobies? Bloomies. <laughs> I said boobies. Bloomies. <laughs> That's what my mom always called them. <laughs> Bloomers. <laughs> okay. Okay. If I get on. you enough pairs, you can stuff your bra and have boobies. Oh, great. Super. That's what we want. Is my ass fat? No. No. <laughs> it's just my bloomies. It's just my boomies. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, I don't know how we went from e-scooters to bloomers, but... Okay, I'm just disappointed you didn't e-scoot over here today and show me your e... Oh, you don't have it yet. I don't have it yet. It's on order. Right. Did Jeff get one too? No, he wouldn't. But I told him he's going to be really jealous and he's not going to be allowed to use mine. Oh. But I thought it would be What color is it? It's a black. It's the only color you could get. Oh. It has yellow wheels though, like yellow spokes. Oh. And I got myself a little bag perfect to wear on it because I have a bit of a bag fetish. You're so funny. I know. Is it a backpack? Yeah. Is it like a little it's, girl it's, book bag? It's, does, it's it have a ba- ki- does it have a kit? No, but it has rolled, rose gold zippers. I bet it does. Mm-hmm. And is it's it- like ivory in color and it's perfect to hold my laptop so I can just like scoot all over town with my laptop and my white helmet. You want to be you want to be in a cartoon, don't you? I my life is a cartoon, <laughs> Muffy. My whole life is a cartoon. I swear to a God, rose gold cartoon. <laughs> I'm Hello Kitty. Actually, oh my God, did I tell you this about my haircut and Kale? She told no. me I looked like Dora. Dora the Explorer. And then I got that backpack and a fucking scooter. Oh my God! Doesn't Dora ride a scooter? I'm getting you a map. And a monkey? Doesn't she have a monkey? You're going to get a monkey too? Like, well, my cats kind of look like monkeys, so it's the same. You can get a backpack for your cat. Oh, yeah. I know someone that has one. And yeah. like they have a little bubble yeah. that they look under. Yeah. My daughter sent me um, a video yesterday, actually, speaking of that, of a man that made a... Um, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. It looks like a little cart. And it has a tube on it and his fish is in the tube so he can take his fish for a walk. Oh, it's like a mobile fish tank. Yeah, but it's not shaped like a fish tank. It's which, you know, would think you would, it's, it's a tube. It's like a big pipe almost, but it's clear. And I don't know how he gets his fish in and I didn't watch it, but I sent her back a message and said, maybe she should look him up because I'm pretty sure he's single. If I saw a man walking a fish, I would not run right over. You wouldn't ask him for his number? I might, though. That's interesting. I would scoot over. You'd scoot over? Yeah, I would. With my bike. Okay, look at my backpack. Do you want to put your fish in there? (laughs) Wait, no, there's a monkey in there. Hey, guess what I'm making for supper? (laughs) Where's my map? Uh, Oh, my Lord. Oh, sushi. I yeah, just did that noise like four times. You did. You're on a roll with it today. I think we have to edit it out. I'm not editing anything out. Okay. What you see is what you get. Oh, goodness. F-bombs and all. 
Ruthie Lynn. Sorry. So what's what? So that's it. You don't that's have it. any exciting news? Um, I think that trumps my scoop. Oh, let me think. Let me think. I graduated my kid. Um, I got approved to go half time to work next year. Yeah. Speaking of the work world. Super. And so I'm only teaching till noon. That's great. Every day? Every, well, not Saturday and Sunday. Every five days? Not on vacation. Not on like when Christmas. Only and days that you're working? Not on, that you're working. not on days that are bank holidays. Why are you such an asshole? Uh, Why are you such an asshole? Every day is going to be a bank holiday after August because we're not going to have a bank. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And all of the um, debit machines in the entire world are down. I think maybe just Canada. Well, that's the entire world. To us, it's the entire world. It's my world. <laughs> Can't even yeah. buy a banana. I don't know if that's the word. You don't have a $2 to buy a banana? No. You don't have a toonie? No. In your car? No. In the little, where you keep a cup holder? No. I do. I have several. Will you buy me a banana? <laughs> Uh, I do have a little change, but yeah, I, I don't like what, how long is this going on for? Do you, some people think it's like the apocalypse. It's really funny. It, it cracks me up that our, our bank, Scotiabank, um, shame on you, is oh, pulling out of our island here and leaving us bankless. And they're like, oh, you know what you can do? You can all go online and do your banking online and use your debit cards and cash-free banking. But then the debit cards don't work. And then the, then it doesn't work anymore. So what's your answer for that? It's tough. It's tough because we can't do everything online because nothing's foolproof. It seems a little coincidental to me that this happened. For what? I wonder if there's a hacker on Graham and Ann that hacked in to prove a point to get us our There's bank back. Smart. You're yeah. not giving me a lot of credit. Did you do it? Maybe. Are you that smart? Maybe. Oh, I'm really happy to be your friend. Couldn't you tell from the way I was navigating yes. the email uh, channels this from morning? From about 20 minutes ago to now, it's, you really surprised I me. I know. I like, to, <laughs> I like to use the cover-up and pretend that I don't know what's going on so that people don't know my true abilities. You did well. Glad me fooled. Very. I have a little sniffle, too. Is it COVID? I don't think so. I don't care anymore. Me neither. I'm over it. COVID's over. I don't know if it is, but I'm over it. I really don't care. Yeah. And, oh, and so also, I mean, big things are happening for you. Yeah. You sold your business. I'm. You became a barmaid. No. Uh, A waitress. A waitress. I've never waitressed in my life. Did you love it? Um, I did. It was a challenge. I like things that are challenging yeah. because it keeps me on my toes and it was terrifying, but I got it. My best friend was a waitress for years and years and years and I always wanted to do it. I always thought that would be my grandmother was a waitress. Such a fun job. That's how she got here. And I wore her apron yesterday. Actually. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Just to kind of give me a little good luck, but, um, yeah, it's something I never got into. Um, I never thought about it. I don't know why. I we can have a really booming waitressing business here. It's not a lot of yeah, it's true. venues for, it's true. for doing that. Waitressing skills. Yeah. Yeah. But I was more into the cooking side of things, yeah. obviously. So yeah. Same. Yeah. That's what I did when I came here is went into the kitchen. Yeah. Knowing nothing. And no. that's where I learned everything. Now you do. Yeah. So smart. Yeah, so there's like <laughs> lots going on. It's actually everything's winding down in my life. Not my life. My Oh, it's restarting. Well, like all the big things are like winding down and now I'm just yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting new fresh. Adventures. Yeah, totally fresh. That's fresh. what my vlog was about today. Oh my goodness. Well, should we I don't know. Maybe we should just jump jump right into that, do you think? Sure. All right. Not? Okay, what's... Oh, I don't have my headphones on. Just a oh, second. Let me get ready here. Oh, I can hear myself now. There okay. we go. What's on? Well, um, I put out a blog today. How about you? 
no. No? That's I, okay. I didn't do it today. No worries. I didn't do it today. No, I actually didn't do one last week. I was really, really busy last week and didn't get to it. And it just wasn't, I, I wrote two. I didn't write them in like completely, but I just couldn't get a feel for what I wanted to say. And then mm-hmm. it all kind of just came together this week. So mm-hmm. um, I put one out this morning and it was really good. It was actually really tough for me to write because it was all about like some things that uh, nobody knew about the business side of me and Mm -hmm. just kind of some things that Jeff and I have kept under our hats for four plus years and now we're free and clear of it and Mm -hmm. it was just yeah it was all kind of an emotional Mm -hmm. vlog just still I'm intrigued well um it just long story short um about so I had the business for just 10 years 11 years I guess And about four and a half years ago, the government fined me with a six-figure number. Wow. Yeah. And it was all from, apparently, I I didn't think that you needed to charge HST on food because it's food, because it's groceries. But apparently, once you prepare the food- It's a service. It's a service. Yeah. And I hadn't been. So they went back four years- and collected everything that I didn't collect HST on and find me with it. Oh, wow. And wanted that paid back in 90 days. Yes, of course they did. And for a small business, for anybody, that's a lot. But for a small business, you're just barely afloat Mm -hmm. anyway. So Mm -hmm. it was a huge blow to us. Um, But thankfully, we had um, funding that we had set aside for, we were hoping to purchase a vacation home Mm -hmm. and that's where our vacation home money went was to pay that Mm -hmm. back. So, Mm -hmm. um, we've been paying, I've been paying that from the business for the last four and a half years. Um, and just struggling to, you know, like it was making the payments and doing everything I was supposed to be doing, but it was just like a huge, Mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we sold the business. Everything went through last week and we paid that bill off what was remaining Woo-hoo. of it and had a little bit to spare. So we're free and clear. And I just felt it was really hard on me because Jeff is so diligent with everything. Like he built his house as he could so that he wouldn't have a mortgage mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just was so good keeping his life debt free and then keeping our life debt free. And then I fucked it up basically. Mm-hmm. And he never held it against me, but I just, it was always a really tough thing to have over your head when he was so, you know, so I bad. bet he held it right over your head. Yeah, he's, he's like, that. like that. He's like that. He's yeah. pretty mean like that. Yeah. No, he was so good. And yeah. Anyway, so it was just all very emotional when we paid it off mm-hmm. and Apparently you can't pay that much money off in one sitting. You have to do it in two sittings. So I wasn't able to like pay the entire thing off at once. I had to wait till the next day to pay the remainder. Oh, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but it's paid for now and the building is inhabited by a nice young couple for about a week and a half now. It's all theirs. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, it's much, uh, what's the word? It's better written. In my blog, but that's so the- I, I, um, for my, my business, um, I had a little setback too. I had a, uh, submitted a call for a review and my call was not, um, at the quality that they wanted. So I just have to resubmit it. And, um, the coaching, uh, course that I took is a different, has a different set of standards than the, than the call that I submitted it to. So it was just, it's just a a learning curve. So that being said, I've been doing a lot of learning this week. And one of the great questions that I heard this week, um, that I've been using in my coaching that I've been coaching like 8,000 people this week to try to get this call. (laughs) Um, anyway, one of the questions that I, that I learned is what did you learn about yourself? So what did you learn about yourself oh from all of this, Jenny? Goodness. I learned that I am a very strong young lady. Awesome. Yeah. Like I had no idea I had any of that will in me mm-hmm. um, because, well, my life was 
for a long time. And I feel like having this business has taught me, it's taught me a lot of life lessons in the business world, but it's also just taught me a lot of life lessons in general. Like I didn't know I had that kind of work ambition and I didn't know I had that kind of drive to get myself out of, mm -hmm. you know, because like I talked about in my blog, how we talked to our accountant and he said, you know, it might not hurt to talk to a bankrupt bankruptcy specialist. And I was like, no way. Mm -hmm. I will never mm -hmm. one because I have too much pride, but two, I'm not admitting defeat like that. Like, mm -hmm. and I know some, in some cases it's inevitable, but I said, I can put my head down. I can go to work and I can make these payments. And I did for mm -hmm. four and a half years. Mm -hmm. I never had to borrow money from our personal account, nothing. Mm -hmm. Like I never missed a payment. And then it was just, you know, like it was always hanging over my head. Like how in the world am I ever going to pay this off in full? And then everything in March just started to line it up. Yeah. Yep. And here we are and it's paid off. Awesome. Yeah. So it just, awesome. it really, I've learned in the last 10 plus years, I've learned a lot about myself mm -hmm. and it's really bettered me as a person mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I'm glad about that. Was, it was, it, was the lesson worth the six figures that you had to pay for it? Uh, <laughs> was it more like worth a scooter? It's worth a scooter for sure. <laughs> um, what's hindsight? In hindsight, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like those six figures brought outrage in me that I didn't know that I had. Mm -hmm. Because that was, you know, I, we built that business from the ground up. And the fact that those fuckers. Mm hmm did that with zero, like there was no, they would. I like how they do that for like, you know, how long did you say that? How many years? Four years. Four years. So instead of saying it, you You've know. You've got four years to pay this back because you would have brought it in in four years. No. No, but I mean, instead of saying after the first year. Mm -hmm. Something's not quite right. Yeah. Maybe we should alert this woman that she's not doing something properly. No, so that, you know what we should do? We should wait four years and fuck her over. And have some man call her and tell her this, that she can't understand because he's foreign, no judgment, and tell her that she owes six figures. Yeah. I'll never forget it the day that I got that envelope in the mail and opened it up and it was the final, because we went back and forth for a long time about it, and it was the final amount and mm -hmm. I thought I was going to die. Like I was like, there's no way that I, I like it was complete like depletion. Like mm -hmm. I just felt mm -hmm. like somebody was just like, you fucking suck. And mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. anyway, we got through it. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking too, like, you know, from all our conversations that probably was right around the time that you were just getting comfortable with turning your life around and making things better for yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was all, all of this bullshit in my life was like around this five to 10 year mark. And it just was like blow after blow after blow after blow. And I know people have much stronger blows <laughs> in their life. <laughs> um, but this one was the toughest for us in our relationship, a lot of it and the toughest for me. And I just feel like the fact that we've come out this resilient on the other end, it almost frightens me a little bit because I feel like nobody should be allowed to feel this good about themselves emotionally. Like I'm not mm -hmm. a confident person. I don't mean that at all, but I feel like to feel this way emotionally is, you know, it's kind of scary because it's like, you know, am I on too much of a high or well, you know what can happen on the other end of it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but it's all good. Things are, things are good. Um, it just, it made me think of, I didn't do a blog. I, I didn't do one today, but I did one, um, earlier in the week. And I'm just trying to find it. <laughs> She's on Facebook right now. I, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> for my own blog and I can't find it because the interweb is extremely slow here today. Anywho, um, what I was talking about in my posts, and our posts 
I don't know if this is the direction that your post went, but I was talking about, um, I found this quote. Actually, I, I've been getting, I don't know, I signed up for something and I've been getting these emails from this guy that talks about um, self, it's not motivation. Hold on here. Self-endurance? No, it's, it's like um, discipline, self-discipline. And I don't know how much I believe in self-discipline. Oh, I um, do. I'm a big believer. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Then. <laughs> um, I I feel like I don't feel like self discipline is the be all and the end all, but he is. That's his thing, and so he had a quote, and I kind of paraphrased it, but I, it said, "If you want to achieve a goal or make a change in yourself, you need to do something. It, while you're doing something, you'll face obstacles, obviously, and you need and his in his blank he had." self-discipline to persevere. I don't think that for me, and I think, I don't think it's the same for everybody else. I think what, what it takes for us to get through things is different because we're all different. Mm -hmm. So how would you fill in that blank? What does it take to persevere? I feel like you, I feel like everybody's different. Um, and I feel like it's all in your makeup and I feel like mine would be self-discipline. I would take his because I need to be rigid with myself to stick to things that are going to get me through obstacles. Like I've got to remember, you know, cause it's very easy for me to just throw everything to the wayside. And it would have just been so easy for me to say, you know what, I'm going to claim bankruptcy and I'm going to get mm -hmm. rid of this mm -hmm. and, or to throw my new, like this lifestyle that I've taken over to throw it all to the wayside and be like, I'm going to go get drunk Saturday night and have a ball of a time you know, it's, those are all the easier options, but I have a lot of self-discipline to keep me on the straight and narrow. I think, and I think that self-discipline is a part of it, but I think underneath the self-discipline, there has to be something else. Like you can't just have self-discipline. I think you have to have passion mm -hmm. or motivation or, um, support or because yeah, like grit for, or I don't know. And, and like, um, you have to have outcomes, like positive outcomes, goals. Yeah. yeah because yeah. for me to put that much hard work into the business that I had and to see the results that it was getting me, the being able to pay the bill that I had along with all of the other bills that I still mm -hmm. had to, to mm -hmm. pay, to see, you know, the interest in the business that people had of mine, you know, like, I just feel like those are those are positive outcomes that make the self-discipline fuel the self-discipline. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like this, with this healthier lifestyle that I've, that I'm journey that I'm on, like to see the energy level that I have and to see, you know, this is all very material, not materialistic, but like, like to see how my hair looks or my skin looks or like, no, but if you didn't have all those things, yeah, I would what like, would what be the point? What's the point? There's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think self, discipline is important, but I don't think that is the thing. I don't think, I mean, self-discipline just seems to me very robotic. It is. But if you don't have that passion or that desire or that dream or that there's got to be something, something that drives your self-discipline. If you got up, I mean, we all, I'm going to say we all, I'm going to go with like 98% of us get up in the morning and brush our teeth. Mm -hmm. We brush our teeth. It's, it's, that's discipline to get up every morning and brush your teeth. But I mean, if brushing your teeth didn't make your breath better, if it didn't strengthen your teeth, if it didn't keep your teeth from falling out, if you just, your teeth looked the way that they did, whether you brush them or not, why would you brush them? What's the point of the self-discipline if it doesn't make a difference? There has to be a difference there. And there has to be a reason to keep going. I kind of feel like I look at it as the self-discipline gives me the grit or the, you know, to dig my heels into that's what makes these positive outcomes. Because I don't, there's nothing, if I didn't have the self-discipline to not eat the cheesecake or not drink the beer or, you know, not walk every day, then I wouldn't have the positive outcome 
that I do. Right. So it's all part of, it's all part of how you look at it's it. It's all part of a recipe. Yes. Very you much. need all the ingredients. Because like uh, there was a huge party up to Dark Harbor last weekend mm-hmm. and I would 10 years ago, five years ago, I would have been all over that. And I thought that might be fun. You know, it's summer, it's July. And I was like, no, because I don't have the self-discipline to be in that right area right. and that group of people and not go back. Space, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's something that I have to keep. I so that's steer, the self-discipline. Yeah. Yeah. I have to steer clear of a lot of things because I don't have the complete self-discipline or the, I'm not that strong. No. And the, one of the pieces for me that is really important that I didn't know was really important um, is community mm-hmm. because I, um, with this call that I had to redo, um, I had to reach out to the people from my group and I had to say, I didn't, it didn't work. Like it, it they didn't pass the call. I need help in getting another call. And that took, I don't know if it was self-discipline to write that email. That was, (laughs) was, that was hard, but it wasn't, it was hard, but it wasn't super hard because I know, I knew there wasn't one person that I was going to send that email to that was going to be like, Oh my God, you suck. You are an asshole. Mm -hmm. Because they're all on the same, same course as you. Yeah. And if you were to say that to somebody that had no idea yeah. what you were doing yeah. or what your, your endeavor was about, they'd be like, mm, that's shitty. Yeah. But these people know exactly what it means to, yeah. to yeah. pass this. Yeah. And I had like, I sent out the email to 18 people and I had like 10 out of the 18 almost immediately contact me and say, we'll help you. Yep. And there's a few more that are like on vacation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I give them a pass. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was overwhelming. It was really humbling to, so for me, an important part to persevere is to have people and to have the right people, like the proper community. Yeah. You know, because there's people that will drag you down yeah. and love it. Oh Yeah. For yeah. many different reasons, yeah. but there are people that will lift you right back up yeah. again and love it. Yes. Even though if you're surpassing them or yes. if you're coming up to their level or even if, you know, I don't know. It's just. And we talked about this a little bit before because you, you had mentioned like when you started writing your blog that you were getting all these responses from people that you never would have imagined that you would get a response from. I mean, that's what, this is how we got together. Yeah. That's how we got together. That's how we we met. It's our meet cute story. (laughs) No, really. Like that's what I read one of your posts and I was like, okay, do you want to, do you want to do a podcast? Yeah. And, um, that's how this all started 18 months ago, (laughs) 37 years ago (laughs) for score. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So when you, Sometimes you are shy to say that thing that you need help with, mm-hmm. but when you, when you come out with it, when you're, when you're authentic and you're really yourself and people find out who you really are, then you find the people that are really those people that yep. are going to build you up. Yep. And, and people that you can help that you didn't, that didn't even maybe know that they needed. Right. It's reciprocal. It works both ways. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like it makes you, somebody said it to me actually just relatable. Yeah. You know, because there's people that would never think this of us, like that we have this connection or that we're having this conversation. Right. They would be like, what, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but then once they find out it's, they're like, Oh, maybe, this is a good thing for me to listen to, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, life can take you in funny directions. Yeah. And that's the other thing that my, my, um, post was about was, it, it was about, um, getting from here to there. And I was trying to think, I always try to think of like a metaphor or a picture that goes with it. Um, when I'm making my post. So what came up for me was a map, you know, to get from here to there. Mm-hmm. And I used to love, 
this is me just being a geek, but when <laughs> I was, I when I was in university, I took, I had to take geography and part of what we did was topographic maps. Mm -hmm. Do you know what a topographic, topographic map? I didn't either. I just thought a map was like a map, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. in your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dora, what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. I think she um, has one in the picture. Yeah. A topographic, a to I can't even talk. Topographic map is a map that has like little circles on it and it shows elevation. So oh, okay. it, it shows you like where the mountains are mm -hmm. and where the valleys are. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I loved them because it was, it was almost like a 3D map in a 2D form. So you could see where, you know, everything. And I always, I always, when I go out in the woods, if I'm, you know, if we go out for a buggy ride in the woods, I always wish that I could be above us so I could see where these trails are that we're on and where we're going. Cause I, drone. I, yeah, yeah. It's another topic for another day. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm so interested in knowing where I am. And I thought, what, well, that's an interesting metaphor for me that I, that I, I'm always curious about where I am in the world, mm -hmm. where I am in relation to everything else. But in life, you have no idea where you are in relation to anything else. When you got that letter in the mail and you got that figure, you had no idea that in five years or four years or however long it was that you were going to be sitting here right now in a positive place. Yeah. And a year before I got that letter, I, I was just cranking out a boom in business and I was just like, this is awesome. Like, how come people say you can't make any money yeah. in the food industry? It's like, sure you can. Cause you're stealing Fast it all. Forward a year later, you're going to give it all back to us. Plus more, plus a few more zeros. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just kind of curious. Did you, when you started your business, did you have, did you talk to anybody about things like that? I didn't. And that is my one, that is one of the lessons that I learned. Like I thought, who the fuck needs a business plan? Who the fuck needs this? And right. I was like, we right. can do this. It's not rocket science. Right. Right. Talk to somebody before you start a business. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and really my business, all I wanted to do, I was going to make bread and sandwiches. Like I was like, how hard sell coffee? How hard can it be? Right. And it, snowballed and snowballed and snowballed in good ways mm -hmm. and in bad ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't, and I never took like business in school. Like I didn't, and if, right. you know, I didn't pay right. attention, but I just thought how hard can it be to run a coffee shop? Turns out not you, really that hard. It's not hard, but if you need you to get know your shit. The right advice. <laughs> yeah. You need to know your shit. Speaking of food and coffee. Um, tell me what you made this week. Did you make anything good this week? I didn't because I was on vacation. So you didn't eat? Uh, well, uh, that's a lie, actually. So we ate out um, quite a bit, but we uh, took all the stuff. Like I made granola, homemade granola, so that we could have parfaits and stuff. But we shopped around like at local farm stands. Oh, were you away? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we got like uh, fresh vegetables mm -hmm. and we stayed out at an Airbnb that was like out in the middle of nowhere. Nice. So we made like this nice meal on the barbecue with all stuff that we picked up along the way. Um, and like I had actually for Canada day, uh, some friends of mine and me and their kids went to the beach for the afternoon. And I made like, um, a couscous salad and spinach dip and, uh, iced tea, like all that fun stuff. Nice. So nothing crazy. I just got home on Thursday. So yeah. Uh, Jeff made supper last night cause I started a new job yesterday, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I wasn't anticipating. Um, so he made supper last night, but we actually were talking about our meals for tonight and tomorrow night, deciding what we wanted to have. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, are you still posting your meals? Uh, I haven't posted, like I haven't been on Instagram for like a week and a half. Like I've just been off the radar completely, but, um, like I have some really good pictures on my phone that I need to post from the week before. But. Yeah. So, um, Jenny is very into, she had a catering business. That's the business that she failed miserably. No, I'm just kidding. Miserably. <laughs> the one that she just got out of and, um, she's eats plant-based. 90% of the time. Not but shares other recipes because her husband it's not always plant-based, but she shares her recipes on her Instagram. Um, 
where can we find you if we want to find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at one happy soul. Um, I did it that way because I didn't want anybody to find this account because I was embarrassed of it. So I didn't um, want anybody that I knew to find. Sorry. Me. I know. But then <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. After a couple of people found me that I didn't know. And then I don't know how people that I knew found me. I think I might've actually did a blog about it, how ridiculous it was that I had posted this account or made this account so nobody could find me. And then people did find me, but I just kind of like to keep it so that people are like, Oh, Jenny, Nate, or am I, am I just saying that? I think so. Okay. Oh. <laughs> don't kill me. When you're famous, you're not going to just be Jenny, like Jenny, Madonna. Like Cher. <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't want people to just be like, Oh, I know her. I'm going to follow her and make fun of her. I wanted people to be like really into my content. I don't think people actually do follow people. I mean, I, okay. That's not a lie. That's heard, a bit of a lie. I've heard many people talk about many people that they follow and it's not very nice. Yeah, but they're dicks. I know. And I don't want dicks to follow. And not me. dick like our dick. We lost our dick. Who's dick? Oh yeah. Dicky. Oh yeah. So we're going to have to make coffee here in our new same. pod loft. Do you know what? I kept that um, industrial coffee maker for future use. Oh, we need to get some dick on our show again. Oh goodness. Everybody needs a little dick. Anyway, on that note. So uh, I gave my Instagram handle away. How about you? Yeah. um, Your Instagram handle is one happy soul with a number one, right? Not right. Um, Mine is, um, I, I, I don't know what mine that's my, is that my Instagram handle? Okay. It's turning tides, turning tides, life coaching. No, just turning. It's just turning tides. But I mean, if you look up turning tides, life coaching, you'll find me too. <laughs> and there's some, I, I I'm very aware We're of new everything. to the online world. We're new yes. to life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just babies. Here we are. Anyway, if you would like to uh, come on board and help us with any of our technical difficulties, and then follow us, <laughs> like, and follow, share, share with all your friends. Anyway, anyway good yeah, talk. yeah. Good talk. Thanks for hanging out with me this yeah. week. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I'll see you next week. Side. Peace out, trope. See you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review, share with your friends, and post about us on your socials. To catch all the latest from Jen and Steph, check out our website and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find the links in the show notes. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next time. Peace out, trope.